Well, we've got uh, 22 minutes. 22, Isaiah 22, 22. Amen. God's placed upon us the keys of the tabernacle of David. Whatever door we command to be closed, God hears it in heaven and he closes doors. Yes. Whatever door we command to be open, he hears from heaven, he opens doors. Amen. Amen. Can we, um, this would really bless me. I have been wanting to get into a prophetic prayer ministry movement with a, with a regional church for a bit now. I've done them out of state and I have been jealous to be here doing it here. Can we pray together tonight? Yes. Can we do it together as one voice and move together in the spirit? Would you mind standing to your feet for a few minutes? We're just going to do some things and we're going to labor together over what I saw yesterday. Pastor Mike asked me on Sunday, he goes, hey, you want to, I was going to bring the girls to the youth ministry. He goes, hey, you want to kind of mix it up on Wednesday night? And I was still downloading so much on Sunday, processing I said, hey, I'll let you know. Well, yesterday I was in my office praying, and the Lord spoke to me the anointing that he was going to release tonight, and so I feel jealous for that. Amen? Joseph, you and I have been running together a long time. This is good. Amen? We covered a lot of ground together, him and I, and we're going to do that t tonight. And I want to first, we were talking today, Pastor Mike, myself, and Marcus, we were all talking on the phone of the importance of this season of keeping the prophetic in front of this house because of the significance of this house. Amen? Amen. This house carries a great weight. And I do want to say this, knowing your pastor, he is a regional man. You can see that on him. Pastors see it on him. I see it on him. He's not political. He's not competitive. He loves the body of Christ, and he would lay everything down for that. The words that were released here on Sunday over this church are for this church and for the region. As this church goes, so goes the region. If God says you have a 120 mile, now, or 220 mile radius of authority around your building, then that's what you have. So that means you have to take your position without apologizing over it and say we have authority of a 120 mile, now, 120 mile radius yeah. and going 120 miles an hour yeah. around this building that we get to decree and declare over. And by faith, we know that when we decree and declare the word of the Lord, it will not return void. God says, if you will speak my word into the earth, my words will not return void. My word will be sent out, and it will accomplish where it's been sent. The most important part, I remember Corey Russell saying this, it marked me. The most important part to a meeting is not beforehand, it's after the meeting. As you stand and declare, the word of the Lord that was released was no small thing. It has gone forth and it has done every, everything that God said that it would do. And so here we are after Sunday. And we're going to labor over this region and declare the spirit, the angel of awakening that people saw literally standing up off the, off the Pikes Peak Mountain. The angel of awakening and delivering a blow to witchcraft and releasing glory. So we're going to labor together tonight. And here's what the Lord showed me yesterday. Put faith in front of the people that tonight when you are praying, you believe this. So what we are doing here is shifting absolutely everything. Everything. I remember there was a little girl in this restaurant. The Lord says, I was with my family. She says she's going to commit suicide tonight. I want you to go and release my word over her. 
And I went and sat down next to her, just this dark little thing. And I sat down next to her and gave her the word of the Lord and shared the gospel with her and prayed for her as she wept. And I got up from that table and God said, this is no little thing that you've just done. You have no idea what you just released over her life. The course of her life was completely changed at that moment. That's what the Lord spoke to me. I was driving through Pueblo to go to Dallas for some ministry. And driving by, by Pueblo at 75 miles an hour, maybe faster, I remember looking over at Pueblo and going, oh, Pueblo. This is two and a half years ago. Maybe th- almost three years ago. And I went, oh, Pueblo. I was just, it was just, it was, it's just felt, it just felt barren. I know the churches there were wrestling. And I just felt the heaviness of the city on me. And the Holy Spirit said to me, why don't you stop cursing it, man of God, and bless it? And he says, you know what I want to do? I want to release rivers of living water here. So why don't you not curse and release blessing? And in that moment, I started declaring the rivers of God to pour through Pueblo to awaken every church and every man and woman of God that have lost their way, that are out of alignment, lost their voice, came under that witchcraft spirit of that Jezebel that's breaking in this region. He says, I want you to release the words of life. And I began to weep, and I released these words, and I felt that it was extremely significant. Two weeks later, I get a phone call from a Methodist pastor that I had never met before. There was a lady that heard that testimony. I shared it two days later. I said, I think something's about to happen in Pueblo. She called this Methodist pastor in Pueblo. She said, there was some preacher that just released this word. I have his number for you. He was prophesying a revival coming to Pueblo and for the awakening of pastors. And he was so shaken. He said, do you know a week and a half ago, I was in my house, absolutely despairing. My head was hanging low. I was hating my city, wondering why I am here. What's my purpose? He said, a wind hit me. My head went up. He said, I have placed you here as a Methodist pastor. I want you to redig the wells of Methodism, and I want you to release revival in this city. Wow. He said, I don't know what happened, but life hit me. That's what we're going to do tonight. There was a couple years ago when God gave us a regional mandate that he's placed here. We were praying. I was standing just like this, and we were interceding. And all of a sudden, I got taken up into a 30,000-foot view, and I saw the borders of Colorado burning with fire. He said, everything within the borders of fire, prophesy over, and I will accomplish it. So tonight, listen, if you were a struggling pastor that had lost your voice, if you only knew the level of witchcraft some of these men have been under, They've lost their way. They feel dislocated. They don't feel anointed. They feel like they've lost the voice of God, the direction of God. If you could feel one of them being awakened, you would pray with all of your might. In May, I got a report. I'm not shaking. I just feel the fire of God on me again. There's an anointing here. Amen. A strong anointing to decree and declare. I have been jealous for this. I've been wanting this. In fact, on Sunday, I was like, oh, God, to have a prophetic prayer meeting with this church would be awesome. In May, I got this report. The report was this. This is not a political statement. Here was the report. I'm just telling you facts of what this report said. There was a report that was mentioning pro-life evangelical voters for Biden. In the report they wrote, it was thousands of people and seven main seminaries in our nation. The heads of these seminaries were behind this pro-life evangelicals for Biden. They wrote in this report 
that, they, that, that President Biden approached them and said, if you will give me your vote, I will give you full access to me to determine policies about the unborn and about, about pro-life issues. He goes, I will give you access to me. So they said, absolutely, we will do so. So they cast their vote for him. They said the door was shut, and they were so grieved. They said, we have been completely deceived, and they were lamenting. They were broken over this. They were hurting over this. And then many of them said, we no longer can hear the voice of God. We can't feel God's presence. We don't know what to do. And when I read this, I got hit for a month and a half. I was so under this weight of, oh, God, I felt so burdened. And here I am in May praying, and I'm looking out over our parking lot, and I felt so vexed. I said, God, what are we going to do? Our shepherds are falling. They're falling in the streets. It was that, that writing of lamentations, that the gold, the sons of gold, they've fallen in the streets. I said, Lord, what are we to do? He said, do not grieve a moment longer. He said, here's what he said to me. He said, many of these men, he didn't say all of them, many of these men that have lost their voice, lost the anointing, and lost my voice, and lost my presence, many of them I'm going to raise up in this hour, and they will be the greatest revivalists to come. He said, so don't grieve. Pray for breakthrough over them. He said, and call my church, and that's what this 400 gathering is. There is an anointing on this house to stand in the gap for pastors. It's already begun. Do you know if our pastors are the front range, and I'm talking across every denomination, it's already happening in the Mormon church. There's awakening happening in the Mormon church. It's already happening. Things are already breaking loose, and Jesus is going to have his inheritance. Amen? So we're going to have a prophetic prayer meeting for for, uh, 12 minutes. Amen? And we're going to cover a lot of ground. I don't know what time. I'm just trying to honor. I won't preach an hour and 40 minutes like I did on Sunday. All right? (laughs) Are you guys ready? Why don't you lift up your hands? Here's what I felt on Sunday morning that was so significant. I was like, Lord, what is going to be the release? And when I came to this point about the habitation of jackals and the breaking of the Jezebel spirit, I felt a pop in the spirit. Something popped, and I felt a release, and I felt the Lord said, in fact, that night I had significant pushback from that very thing. So I'm like, ooh, we're mixing it up. You don't get pushback if you're not standing on that thing's toes. Amen? So we're going, to, we're going to push back tonight and decree and declare that pastors are coming into freedom. Amen? Here's the part that of Isaiah 35 that really gripped me. And I want to stand tonight for our brothers and sisters. And I want to intervene and intercede for their breakthrough, for their hearts to come alive. I want to see these men like David sitting on the side of a hill and say, Oh God, how do I describe my passion for you? And then he sees a deer panting for water. He needs water. He says, that's it. As the deer pants for the water, that's how I feel. My soul longs for the living God. And I believe tonight as we pray, God's going to hear and he's going to answer. And he's going to touch these men and women even in their homes, in their offices, and fill them with a fresh hunger and a fresh desire. The other day I grabbed a pastor's arm. He said, Dan, I no longer want the prophetic. I'm so tired of long services. I'm so tired of trying to move in the anointing. I'm out of gas. And I grabbed his arm. I said, Pastor, don't you want hunger again? I said, if we lose our hunger, we lose everything. And if we lose his presence, we've lost everything. And I began to weep. And I said, God, make me hungry. I don't want to point fingers at another preacher. Lord, make me hungry. I want to thirst for the living God. I want to thirst for his presence. 
So from this place tonight, a declaring of an awakening. I, I believe that God wants to fill this sanctuary with preachers. We don't know each other's numbers. We don't know what denomination they come from. Just a bunch of hungry men and women and intercessors with one desire. Jesus, come and shake the foundations of this city, shake the foundations of our region, and shake the very foundations of Colorado. We're hungry for the presence of God. We thirst for his presence. We declare tonight, according to Isaiah 35, verse 3, we declare that the weak hands are being strengthened. Come on, cry out for that. Lord, strengthen these weak hands. And Lord, the feeble knees, Lord, make them strong. We say to those that have been fearfully hearted, be strong. Do not fear. Lord, we speak to these pastors that have felt like they have lost their way. We say no longer will they be bound by that spirit of fear, but strength will enter into them in the name of Jesus. Be strong. Do not fear. Behold, your God is coming with great vengeance. Lord, we know your zeal. We know your desire to move in power and to fill your people with hunger and to fill your people with fresh oil. God, this is not our vengeance. This is the vengeance of our God to come release a rescue, oh God, for men and women who have lost their way. So Lord, release your vengeance against the adversary, against the voices, against the pressure, against the, against the witchcraft, against the anxiety and the depression, against the spiritual blindness. Oh God, exert your vengeance against the enemy and let all the enemies of God be scattered in the name of Jesus. Come on, church, pray for the very vengeance of God to come. Release your glory, Lord. Well, we declare as smoke is driven away, so the adversaries are driven away. Who can stand against the fury of our God when he's in vengeance against the adversary? In Jesus' name. Who can stand against him? Come on, picture it. Look in your mind's eye and say, I declare pastors being revived and strengthened in the name of Jesus. And then the eyes of the blind. Oh, then it says, and he says, and I'm going to come and I'm going to save you. I'm going to come and I'm going to save you. We speak to all the gatekeepers. These gates... Be lifted up, you heads. Be lifted up, you gates. Why? Why is Jesus calling the heads of these pastures to be lifted up? Because the King of glory is coming in. That's the goal of this whole thing. It's Jesus coming in and having his inheritance over this entire state. Jesus coming in and having his inheritance in every denomination, in every cult, and every, even witches, warlocks, and even in the homosexual community, Jesus is going to have his inheritance. We decree and declare that the boundaries of Colorado burning with fire. Lord, shake this state of Colorado in the Jesus' name for the glory of God. Every high place shaken, into every foundation shaken. Oh, God, let everything that can be shaken be shaken for the glory of God. In the name of Jesus. And then we declare this, that the eyes of the blind are being opened. Blind eyes of pastors are being opened. And their deaf ears are being unstopped. And then we declare these pastors, the lame, they're going to leap like a deer. And the tongue of the dumb is going to sing. We declare that every place these men have surrendered their voice of authority. 
God, either through compromise or fear, in Jesus' name. Oh, God, we declare in Jesus' name for their tongues to be loosed. When this happens, then it says, for then the waters will burst forth in the wilderness. And then there's going to be streams in the desert places. And then the parched ground shall become a pool. And the thirsty land shall become springs of water. For in this habitation of jackals reach lay, there shall be grass and reeds and rushes. Lord, we declare for the fire of God upon men and women of God again. In the name of Jesus, fresh unction, fresh moving. Lord, some of these men who feel like that they've laid down their mantle, the Lord, they're trying to pass it on to a son or a daughter. We declare, we call out, there's one more fight left in them in the name of Jesus. One more fight for the glory of God. One more fight for the glory of his name. One more fight for Jesus to have his position and place in Colorado. Woo. Those men and women that thought their time was done, your days are not over. It's not your time to retire or hang up your mantle. We declare and decree in the name of Jesus, you are being awakened even now with fresh wind from heaven. Fire of God set upon you again. In Jesus' name, we declare over you to feel the burn again. The yes. burn of the presence of God upon you again. We bless your spine to be strong. We bless you with a powerful backbone to stand strong for God. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, as the deer pants for the water, so our soul longs for you, oh God. Come on, just declare it. Just say, Lord, I want to be thirsty too. Lord, make our pastors thirsty. And I want to declare this. There is no difficult city for the gospel. There is no difficult city for the gospel. I'm going to say that again. There is no difficult city for the gospel. In fact, I believe that the driest places are the ones that catch on fire the first. Lord, release the fire of your glory. Release the fire of your glory. Release the fire of your glory. Hallelujah. There's going to be a highway there. And there's going to be a road. And it's going to be called the highway of holiness. It's going to be called the highway of holiness. Here's the other thing that I, I saw. I want to declare this. Come on, let's keep going together. I'm, I'm, you're stirring me up. I like praying with you. Isaiah 52. Let's declare this. Awake. Awake. Put on your strength. Put on your beautiful garments. This is powerful. For the uncircumcised and the unclean thing shall no longer come to you. The, the lies the distortions, the compromises, the sins, the pressure, they shall no longer come to you. We put a stop to the unclean thing, tormenting these pastors in the name of Jesus. We declare this, shake yourself from the dust, arise, loose yourself from the bonds around your neck, O captive daughter, for thus saith the Lord, you shall be redeemed yes. without yes. money in the name of Jesus. We declare a rescue yes. in the front range yes. of Colorado. We declare a, a rescue in the western slope. Yes. Hallelujah. Lord, we stand tonight and we believe that you're shaking everything for your glory. Come on, Pastor Mike and I were talking. We feel like 
there's another fight left in these preachers. One more stand. One more press. Grab the sword. We were talking about that picture of of, of the, the, what's that movie? Lord of the Rings, when that king, huh? Yeah, ride out with me one last time. When that king was under that witchcraft illusion, that spell from that serpent tongue individual. That's the spirit. When I saw that, I looked up that cliff. I was like, that is so prophetic. God is going to remove the blindness, the malaise, the darkness on hearts. And he came back to life and they said, right, let's do this one more time for the glory of the king. There's one more fight. There's one more. Come on, let's lift our hands. Come on. One final push. Now you just cry out to the Lord. Envision it. I want you to see it. It's going out from this place. There is an authority of 120 miles out. So everything under that canopy, decree it. Angels being sent out. Commissioning angels. Angels of awakening. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We declare purposes, divine callings and anointings. Bring them back to remembrance in the name of Jesus. Bring them back to remembrance. Awaken them, God. Let the zeal of the Lord consume them. Oh, your zeal consume us, oh God. Let your name burn in us again, oh God. Oh, Lord, light these idle sticks of our hearts on fire. And may us burn for you, oh God. May we burn for you, oh Lord. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we bless your name. Spirit of awakening. Wave of glory. Wave of glory. Oh, every preacher with your head hung low. We say lift up your head, oh you gates. For the King of glory is coming in. Who is this King of glory? It's the Lord strong and mighty. Mighty in battle. This is the King of glory. Hallelujah. Well, you can cover a lot of ground in the spirit together, even in 12 minutes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Come on, keep pressing. Let's begin to thank the Lord for he's doing a new thing in this whole region. He's doing a new thing in the state of Colorado. Many prophets even cursed this land and said that Colorado was a difficult place. We say it is not difficult. We reverse and break every curse spoken over this state that it's a difficult place. No, we stand on the words of Graham Cook when he said the water level is definitely risen and it is rising higher. Well, we speak to the water level. Rise up even higher. Higher. Higher in the name of Jesus. Water level rise. There shall be no barren places. There shall be no parched ground. We declare every desert place will spring forth in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, we just say tonight, all the residue. And I want to release this. February 2018. I was in a regional meeting, prayer meeting, and tremendous pressure hit me. And I heard a voice in my right ear. It says, I'm going to take your voice from you. Take your voice from you. And I knew what it was. And God says, you stand against this thing. It was a moment of intense pressure. And I started fighting against that thing. I started standing against it. 
And on the anniversary of that date, one year to the exact day, I was in a place of prayer. And my Bible fell open to Isaiah 40. And I had my head turned. To be honest with you, I was actually taking a bath. With this Bible, I didn't want to give you those details, but I, I, it's for a reason. And I had the water especially hot, and I was trying to wipe my face. And I had my Bible, I was in the book of Psalms, and I was like this, and I was trying to be mindful not to dump my Bible in the water. So as I'm wiping my face, all of a sudden my Bible flips to Isaiah 40, and the presence of God set upon me. So strong. And I was like, oh man, I'm about to have an encounter. And I turned and I looked at Isaiah 40 in the third verse. It says, for your warfare, it's over. Your warfare is over. And there was something that God spoke to me three times to do in about a three-month time about a releasing of my voice, and I was intimidated because I felt like I'd lost that voice, and it was a significant church, and that I was supposed to call this apostle and give him a word, and he's one of these guys, you just don't give him a word. You better be right. And I knew this about him, and I barely knew him. And God says, I told you to call that man. I have broken the witchcraft off of your voice. Jezebel has fallen. Now release the sound over this man of God. And I came flying out of that tub, grabbed my phone, and my wife said, what are you doing? I said, it's a Saturday night. I got to call this pastor and give him this word because the warfare is over. Everything's changing. I'm here to tell you the warfare is over. The warfare, it's done. And it's time for one last ride, one last hoorah for these preachers, one last time for the glory of God. I was talking to a South African preacher the other day. He said hundreds of our South African pastors have got their voice back. He said they were doing country club church, like what you said, country club church, nice church. And then the shaking hit South Africa where everything was being burned to the ground, a mall the size and that looked just like Park Meadows. They have Cabela's, Costco's, everything there. They burnt, they looted several hundred thousand people, began to loot all over Johannesburg, all, all over down into the, all over South Africa. And they burned an entire mall the size of Park Meadows to the ground and looted it. All the Costco's were burned. Everything was burning. This is shaking. All the preachers had to go underground. And they said, we've had enough. We're coming out. The voice of the gospel will not be stopped. And they said, even unto death. And they're coming out on the 1st of August and making a national statement. We will preach the gospel and we will honor King Jesus. Don't forget it was illegal to gather in church when Nero was governing over Rome. And yet they stood and they gathered and many lost their lives. That's the day we're in right now. It's time for boldness back at men and women of God. It's time for the word of the Lord to be restored back into the pulpit and back into our hearts. It's time for the body of Christ to burn again. It's time for us to get fresh oil. It's time for the five wise virgins to be so hungry for the oil of his presence. That's where we're at. Let's get oil. Let's get oil. So we declare in Jesus' name the revelation of the oil.
And I declare in Jesus' name the fiery presence of God upon this church, the fiery glory upon this house, the fiery glory upon every congregant. We declare as goes this house, so goes the region. And I speak to the gathering of this 400. And I declare the arm of the Lord, the finger of God to say, come, come. God, we declare the magnetic glory of God on this house that men and women will begin to flood here to stand together in solidarity for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Lord, in this place, you will fill this place with glory. You will fill this place with glory. And those that come and experience revival glory will be sent back. And we bless it in the name of Jesus in every denomination, in every race. You're doing a brand new thing, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we just speak a blessing over Pastor Mike. We declare life over him. We declare life over Christy. We declare life over the children. We declare life over everything that they oversee and what they govern over. We declare that no weapon of the enemy that's been fashioned or formed against them will be able to prosper. We declare that anything that we even try to rise against them will fall in Jesus' name. We declare that what you are doing here, Lord, we declare a horde of angels, God, to stand guard and watch for the very word of the Lord to be performed in Jesus' name. Father, we speak a holy alignment to maintain the unity through the staff, through every employee, and in this body. We declare even where the enemy would try to come bring a misalignment, we declare everything will snap into place in moments in Jesus' name. Father, we decree and declare over Rock Church that out of the rock will flow rivers of water in Jesus' name. And Lord, we declare the spirit of alignment, the glory of the presence of God upon this house in the name of Jesus. You are doing a new thing. This is a brand new day. And our eyes are about to behold things that we've never seen or even contemplated before. It's never been journaled. It's never been written down. The things that God has in store. So we thank you, Lord in the name of Jesus, that our hearts will remain humble and tender to you and what you want to do in the name of Jesus. Can you do this? Can you just put your hands on your belly? Nathan, I saw this over you, Dalberg. I saw real strong, and I just feel like we're supposed to release over the whole body. I saw a new level of intercession coming to you, to this church, to the people here tonight, that God is going to begin to visit you in extraordinary ways in prayer. So just receive the grace for prayer. Nathan, I saw it strong on you on Sunday. I see it tonight. I just see God coming to you with significant grace for prayer. You're about to see things. You're about to come become unstuck in every area. The thing is going to be revelation to you. And I saw God positioning you as a tremendous man of prayer tremendous man of prayer hallelujah thank you Lord we heard Corey Russell say this he's believing God for 100 million Nasherites intercessors we heard it said there's no greater occupation for us than prayer prayer to know that when you pray everything gets moved did you feel that tonight get moved did you feel that raise your hand if you felt that I felt it. 
I have been jealous for this. I felt it on Sunday. I felt it. Pastor Mike, you have anything else? You always have things. This brother's full of the word. I love you. <laughs> We've got about five more minutes here. Yeah, we're going to, okay. I want you to hear just this word here. Um, this was David Wagner. He spoke this. He said, this is a time of awakening where I'm awakening the hearts of nations. And when you see this, do not be callous. When you see this, do not be disgruntled. When you see this, do not just seem, do not just act as if the door is going to open forever. For the door will open and then it will shut again. So while the door is open, enter in. He says, seek him well he may be found. Right after that, he says this, you are going to begin to watch me move. You are going to begin to watch me move through the powers of your prayers. For there have been many who have been taken up to the place of intercession, even in this house. And you've prayed and you've not known what you've been praying, but know this, you're about to see the tipping point of my hand. <laughs> yeah, give the Lord a hand. <laughs> It's His hand. But we can actually move His hand. <laughs> You're about to see the tipping point of my hand. You're about to see the tipping point of the oil that only flows behind closed doors, poured out on the poorest of the poor and poured out on the richest of the rich. And then He said this. He said, I'm coming down I-25. I'm coming down 470. I'm coming down I-70. And I saw this like this healing cloud coming down. And I saw the Lord healing the land. And I just felt like the Lord has made this place a place of refuge. I felt like the Lord said, I am taking you beyond renewal. I'm taking you beyond revival. I'm taking you beyond what you've seen and what you have called and identified and defined as outpourings. I am going to bring you into a place of the unknown. And many will say, I don't know what God is doing. He's just doing something. It's the season of Holy Spirit takeovers. I am taking the reins. Amen. I am taking control. And you will watch people rise, and you will watch them fall. have a few more minutes. I just feel, just be quiet right now before the Lord. So we've been just contending. I just, just be quiet before the Lord right now. It's for about two minutes. Just wait upon Him. So Lord, we just wait upon
I just hear this. I just heard him say, let, let a new song arise. So I just feel like let this song, here's the thing. It's his song. It's his spirit welling up within us. That as we allow the Holy Spirit to move within us, we begin to hear his voice. It says, blessed are those that have eyes to see and ears to hear. Sometimes it takes the, it's the still, quiet voice. And so I feel like there's these times, what we just did was powerful. And then there's these moments of just waiting upon the Lord. And let it well up within you. Let him fill you to overflowing. And I just feel like now we're just going to let this song arise. We just let it come forth. Let it come out. It can be, it can just be, I'm not going to try even define what it's going to be. But let it come actually out of your mouth. And then we're going to finish. We're going to end with the this, this shofar. But I just feel like we're going to let the song come forth right now. And it could be a song and a prayer. It could be a song of his goodness. Declaring who he is is powerful. Declaring who our God is. Psalm 136. <laughs> 26 times in Psalm 136, it says, His love endures forever. His love endures forever. He is good. His love endures forever. It goes through. Declare who the Lord is. Declare who God is. Declare that Jesus is Lord over Colorado. Begin to declare, begin to prophesy. Begin to decree the very things that the Lord is putting in your spirit right now. Begin to decree those things and call those things out right now. Call those things that are not as though they are. We're bringing dead things to life in this season through the decrees and the, and the declaring of the things of the Lord. The word of the Lord brings life where there's death. So we declare life in the name of Jesus. We declare life right now. As a new song comes forth, we say, let a song arise. Let this song come forth. Let it come out of our bellies, not out of our minds. Let it come out of our bellies. Let it come forth in this place. And let it be a song that is declared in the heavens. Let it be a song that is declared in the earth. Across Colorado, let it be heard. This song, your song, a new song that's coming forth. The sound of Judah coming forth in this place. Let it come forth in Jesus' name. We just say we sing a song. It's a new song that comes forth. Come on, let it, let it just come out of your belly. Let it come forth. Begin to declare and decree. You have a voice. It's a time of awakening, so let it come forth. As you're doing it, Romans 13. To live like this is all the more urgent for the time is running out. And you know that it's the strategic hour in human history. It's the time for us to wake up. For our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night's darkness is dissolving. And a new destiny, a, do, a new day of destiny is dawning. So we must once and for all strip away what is done in the shadow of darkness. Removing the filthy clothes. And once and for all clothing ourselves with the radiance of light as a weapon. Lord, we clothe ourselves right now with the radiance of light as a weapon. We clothe ourselves with the Word of God as a weapon. We clothe ourselves with your song 
as a weapon. We sing forth praises to you as a weapon, declaring who you are in Colorado as a weapon. We declare it right now. We declare your goodness and your glory. Lord, we say your glory come into this place. Let your light shine in this place. Let it shine across this place. Let it shine in each one of us. Lord, awaken the hearts of every person in this place, in every church across Colorado. Awaken the hearts of people right now. Awaken the hearts of the pastors. Let them declare and decree. Let every person awaken to the things that are of you, Lord. Let it be declares, or decrees and declarations that go forth that we would prophesy the word of the Lord, that we would be a voice in the desert. May we be a voice in the desert. your voice. Do not let your voice be silenced in this season. Yeah, we break that off right now. We break any spirit of confusion. We, we break off any Jezebel spirit in the name of Jesus. We declare it broken right now in the name of Jesus. We say the voice of the church will come forth in this season. A new voice will rise in this season. A new song will come forth. The voice of the Lord will come forth. Lord, we thank you that this is the day. It starts today. Lord, I thank you across Colorado, we will see the voice of your people rise. The voice will no longer be silenced. We thank you for the sound of heaven that is coming forth. the goodness of God. We declare the glory of God. Just as Moses said, we want to see your glory. Show us your goodness, Lord. Reveal your goodness in this place. Let it be revealed outside the walls of the churches. Let it come outside. Let it flow out of the churches as just as it flows out from the temple and it starts at, at a low level, but as it goes further, that it would be the deep waters. Let the deep waters go forth across Colorado. But we pray for a spirit of repentance in the houses across Colorado. We pray that people would turn to you, that they would acknowledge the spirit and say, Jesus is Lord. You are Lord. You are King. Thank you, Jesus. May the glory of the Lord rise among us. May the glory of the Lord rise among us. 
Lord Jesus, we thank you. For the prophetic decree, Lord, that the man of God released tonight. God, I thank you. God, we just thank you. Even as you woke me up in February and I heard the, the choir of angels singing. Swing wide, O heaven's gates. Let the king of glory in. Let the king of glory in. God, I thank you that you speak and you confirm. I thank you, God, that you spoke that there were keys that were misplaced. There were keys that were misplaced by pastors in a region and people in ministries. And God, what you spoke was that I am bringing freedom to a region. God, I thank you that the prophetic decree tonight was just that. Confirmation of your word. Now, six months, five, six months later, Lord. So, God, we just release that tonight over a region, Lord, that you're bringing freedom to a region, Lord. I thank you, God, even as Dan released it tonight, God. God, he, he, he commanded, God, the angels, God, the angels that bid your work, Lord, for you to breathe over pastors, Lord to renew their voice and to loose their tongues, Lord. God, I thank you as, God, as Dan releases from the shofar, Lord, this instrument of breakthrough, God. That God, even Joshua, when he circled, God, for seven days around Jericho, Lord, and the instrument of breakthrough then was released, that the walls crumbled. God, we just decree it right now. In the name of Jesus. I, I do want to just share this. Um, you know, I, I feel the joy of the Lord on me. That's, that's the reward for the intercessor. That's how you know you had breakthrough when you feel this. God's like, good job. Here's my joy. I'm serious. You can tell when you've, when you've touched through. Tonight when you leave here, you're going to say this over and over. That was no little thing. Everything is shifting. Everything is changing. The Spirit of God is moving in great measure. Amen. Pastor Mike was feeling prophetically. We're to blow this shofar three times. There's seven significant blows to a shofar. I am by no means an orthodox or Hasidic rabbi um, in my blowings. I just blow it, okay? So if you're looking for different octaves and tones, I'm just going to blow the thing. Um, I, I do know this. The blowing of the shofar, it does several things. One of them, it's a release of the voice of the Lord. It's the very thing that Gideon released when he blew the ram's horn and 32,000 men assembled for battle. Am I right on that number? They were always there, and Gideon was always there. But when the voice of the Lord was released, 32,000 intimidated men came alive 
ready for battle. It also, the sounding of the shofar releases confusion over the enemy. When the wind is growing, going upon the dead flesh inside, it's prophetic that we were dead to sin, made alive, and then buried with Christ. The breath of God blowing over you and I that are dead to sin and made alive to Christ, it's prophetic. When it is released, it's a call to battle, it's a sound of God, the voice of the Lord, and it confuses and intimidates the enemy. Amen? Yes, yeah, there you go. So why don't you stand to your feet one more time, and I want you just to receive this joy from the Lord tonight. We're going to blow it and declare. See, there's been, we talked today, the sound, God kept speaking, the sound that's on this church, the sound that God put upon the four lepers when Samaria was besieged, and Syria was crushing and killing Samaria, and they were having to eat each other's children because of the desperate times. The city was completely overrun, taken captive, and four lepers were sitting on a wall. The prophet Elisha came into the city. He said, by this time tomorrow, everything will change. And four lepers were on the wall saying, we can't go into the city. We'll die of starvation. We can't sit here. We're going to die. So we might as well just go forward. And the Bible says, in 2 Kings chapter 7, that God placed a sound on their feet that sounded like a multitude. And as they walked, the Syrians heard an advancing multitude and fled for their lives and left all their food, all their water, all their articles of clothing, all their wealth behind and fled. And then 24 hours later, God broke a famine in the city and released abundance through a sound. We're going to release a sound tonight over the region. Why? Because God told us we can. I, he said, Chuck Pierce said, you've been given authority over 120 miles all around you. So therefore, we will stand on that and say, Lord, you speak to the prophets. Nothing is done without God speaking first to the prophets. Amen. So let it be established. We're going to blow the sound and declare it over the entire region. Number one, that the enemy would break into confusion. That the voice of the Lord would literally call this. I wonder how many pastors are in Colorado. Do you think there might be 32,000? I just wonder how many there are. Thousands. I mean, intercessors. We'll just say... 30, 32,000 men and women coming alive tonight. Amen? Amen. Isn't that awesome? Amen. And then in the confusion, the voice of the Lord, and the call to battle. This is the other cool thing. i got to say this. It's, it's early. Amen. Listen to this. Every time Israel was about to go into battle, God always called them to go into battle, and they were always outnumbered. You ever heard of the Nazarites? You study, you study Israel's history. The Nazarites... They would take, it was usually several hundred Nazarites, consecrated ones. They never were to cut their hair. Samuel was a Nazarite. John the Baptist was a Nazarite. They never cut their hair. Samson was a Nazarite. And they had a, a very specific diet. It was all for consecration to the Lord. And God would say to Israel that were intimidated, take these Nazarites, their long locks of hair, put them in front of Israel, and I want you to release the shofar blast. And as the shofar is being blasted, Take these Nazarites, undo their hair, shake out their long locks, and begin to roar. And every time this happened, every time you look in the Word of God in, in the Old Testament, faith was always mixed with courage, confidence. It said that courage and confidence would blow through all of Israel, that if the Nazarites are going before Judah, that means God is with us. Because God honors the consecration. And they would blow this thing 
and the Nazarites would roar, and Judah would worship, and they would go out and defeat all their adversaries by the grace and power of God. Amen? So let's blow this tonight and declare in Jesus' name the day of awakening upon our land. Amen? There we go. Keep that one on. After each blow, we're going to roar three times. I'm ready. I'm going to do three different, three sections of blows. I'm going to kind of mix it up and just have fun with it. You guys ready? <laughs> it will still be anointed. Amen. <laughs> you're going to yell Jesus. <laughs> That's right. Jesus! Jesus! Hallelujah! <laughs> Praise God. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord is on the land. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Love you guys. Make sure you pick up your kids if you haven't already. Hopefully they're already here. <laughs> We've let the kids free. <laughs>